Ross Janus Podcast. Hello, welcome back to Ras Janus Podcast with me, David Hasharthwachello, and Michael. As usual. <laughs> As usual, yeah. Um, so today, like, we have uh, sort of like a peculiar sort of like topic uh, for you guys, kind of uh, veering off from our usual very uh, uh, impersonal, like, uh, Topics and uh, the topic for today is um, holidays in general, um, and like we we will sort of like approach the topic from a personal point of view, but then like a holistic point of view as well, discussing the various holidays, the various uh, aspects of holidays, their relevance, uh, and like uh, their various aspects, be it like social, economical, whatever, right? Um, since like uh, okay, maybe like I can yeah. I can go this into this anecdote. Um, so, like, people know, like, obviously, like, Feynman is, like, a, a pretty famous dude. Um, especially, like, in the uh, eye of the general public who's interested in physics. Really? But there's, like, a lesser known... I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I know. People. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, there's a lesser known uh, compliment to Feynman called, like, uh, he's a physicist by the name of, like... Uh, uh, Murray Gelman, and he's responsible for uh, coining the word quarks. Um, and the guy was like pretty obsessed with like uh, linguistics. So like he's a child prodigy, blah blah, and like he was pretty obsessed with like linguistics. And like for like for those who like know Feynman, like he completely abhors <laughs> linguistics. Right? He he hates anything that has to do with names. He refuses to memorize anything, any names of anything. Um, Whereas, like, Mary Gelman, like, is very, like, insistent on, uh, like, understanding the names of, like, various things. And, like, he speaks, like, a lot of languages as well. So, like, he's, like, he knows the etymology of, like, a lot of words. Um, so, I think I will kind of err on the Gelman side of things. Because, like, you know, I'd, I would love to be, like, as gregarious and, like, as sort of approachable uh, and, like, hilarious as Feynman, like... Sometimes it's uh, also good to, like, acquire qualities from uh, all sides that uh, suit you best. So, like, I kind of ditch Feynman and, like, um, sort of, like, espouse Gelman's approach. Uh, so, um, apparently, like, the word uh, holiday, like, has uh, relevance. That's, like, kind of, like, quite... Uh, obvious for like English speakers I guess because like holiday means like uh, a holy day um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's oh, the, that's okay. the word. Oh my yeah, yeah okay because even I though it's written, written with an I yeah even though it's like written <laughs> with an I like yeah the Germanic sort of like origin of the word holiday uh, is like it means like a holiday like where um, 
And that kind of points us to like... I thought he said Holly Again, Geek. As I'm a, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sure. A dude's sorry, trying to... So hard to get us cancelled. Yeah, like I, <laughs> but like, so hard to get cancelled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, strike 2.2. 2. <laughs> um, show like... Um, like... Um, I think, yeah, like words, uh, etymology, like, can reveal a lot about, like, ideas. Because, like, every word has an entire history behind it. And, like, I really find it amusing to just, like, peer into, like, uh, the meaning of, like, some word. Because that says a lot about how things came about. Uh, so, I mean, the same thing with, like, Christmas, right? Christmas, like, there's Christ inside. And, like, yeah. there's Mass. So, like, I, yeah. So... Holiday obviously like has religious origins, uh, uh, but in a way like it's not necessarily like preceded by religion like uh, all societies that I reckon, but at the, it's kind of like co-evolved with like religion because um, holidays ca- could have given rise to religion, so, like aspects of religion as well as aspects of religion may have given rise to holidays as well. So we'll be discussing that like in. Uh, extensively uh, in this podcast. So, Mike, I want to come to you and, like, ask you about uh, a very sort of, like, personal uh, question, perhaps. Um, and that, like, uh, first of all, like, how were the, how was the, the this past holiday season uh, for you? Uh, how were things? And, like, secondly, like, what's your uh, favorite holiday? Thank you. Um, this year has been obviously crazy. Don't know if you heard about the virus that's coming around true true Uh, so i like i think christmas was fine i stayed at home for the most part and the same for new year's even though i don't usually celebrate new year's as i would uh with christmas um i would say like this year obviously i spent it at home whereas in previous years i used to you know travel a bit to spend time with family and Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to do that because I didn't want to take the risk uh, maybe you know of possibly infecting them with COVID even though I I don't I don't know if I have one I don't think I have Um, but anyway just didn't want to take the risk so I just spent most of it at home just sitting just uh, calling family and all that Um, my favorite holiday is Christmas to be honest I think that's that has been true when I was back home in Ethiopia and it still is um, now that I'm here in the US. I, I don't know what, I don't know exactly what it is, but I just, I just loved Christmas evidence since I was a kid. Um, if I were to put another holiday as a close um, competitor, like, in, like as a close second, I should say, it would be New Year's. Just because of all the things that you, th- you want, like, there's this thing about New Year's that is different from other holidays. Booze. <laughs> and midnight kiss. <laughs> midnight kiss and booze. Yeah. That's it. I mean, like, drinks. And what was like, it? Drinks, like booze. Oh. And, like, midnight. The midnight that kiss is well, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know about New Like, New Year's for me is about creating a better version of myself try to aspire to do you know a lot of you know incredible things which we all know 
you know, goal according to plan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at least I get to which plan. Always you know? come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. Which have always come to yeah. fruition. It's like there's always a hope year after year that next year you'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like catastrophic. It's a catastrophe every year. You like you have all these big plans. You're like, I'm gonna do this workout, and then. You've gained you've gained weight by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's too personal, but uh, first is Christmas and definitely I would say New Year is second. I don't even know how many holidays there are to be honest, but I think those two would definitely be in the top two. How about you? Labor um, Day. Why? <clears throat> um, okay. Um, so I had uh, I had like a relatively like. Uh, great holiday season this past uh, year. I know, like it's uh, it has been like a terrible time for a lot of people, um, and uh, yeah, I express my um, condolences for like people who've lost uh, relatives and like loved ones. Um, but there's like a silver lining uh, in this, like uh, as you said, like crazy time um, where like before I couldn't afford to like spend like an extensive time with family because like. I was usually, like, uh, over, over the East Coast, I was, like, usually at school, and, like, during winter, like, we usually, like, have, like, op- opportunities such as, like, winter classes, uh, research, projects, and stuff, so I don't really, like, come over here, uh, and definitely not for Thanksgiving, um, but even for Christmas, like, I probably won't be present in mind, even though I, I'm present in body. Um, but this year, like, it was kind of like a different story. And, like, I had a flashback to, like, uh, the, quote-unquote, the good old times back home where, like, we... It was, like, a very familial uh, affair. It was, like, a very, like, uh, precious affair. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I was um, quite... Uh, yeah, I was, I, like, just like you, I stayed home, uh, spent time with family. Like, I had the opportunity to, like, have, like, uh, a laugh with family because... Uh, like, because of lockdown, like, I also got to know uh, my uh, relatives better because, like, I ended up spending, like, like, a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, because I didn't grow up with them, like, this was, like, a good opportunity to, for, to experience, like, a lot of things. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, it, was, it was, like, uh, pretty cool to, like, have uh, dinner and then just sort of, like... Uh, a few glasses of wine would <laughs> like did you uh, miss your st- yes. my stand uncle and aunt you would have enjoyed doing if it wasn't a lockdown maybe um, that's that's a tough one um, or is it actually better now yeah again yeah you're I mean yeah uh, good question because um, like there's like a huge discrepancy between like the Ethiopian idea of like holiday and like the sort of like the Western idea of holidays. Definitely. In that like the Ethiopian side actually like espouses uh, more the true essence of like holidays. And I'm not trying to like uplift it like in any way. I'm I'm just saying like Christmas is like indeed more holy and like the same with Easter. And like Easter is like uh, by far like my favorite holiday. Okay. Uh, and it is the biggest holiday in Ethiopia as well. Uh, but since I came here, like, it kind of has started to skew to, towards, like, uh, Christmas. Because, like, it's a huge holiday. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, 
that's a good question because like i what i miss is like the holly aspect of holidays meaning like the very like calm uh familial time this like very calm essence of like spending time together and like sort of like participating this higher is very like um mythical sort of like uh story in a way because uh, I like to give uh, people context like so during Easter like uh, like I had a brotherhood like uh, uh, that uh, show like we with my brothers uh, we would like uh, show like on Friday right it's like the crucifixion right obviously like show for for to give people context like in ethiopia like the whole week is like a holiday basically so like on friday it's like the crucifixion so after that like we stopped eating like completely <laughs> and like we used to like just like spend time together literally like the whole the whole of friday night we just like uh like do some prayers while for like a bit and just like chill talk have fun and then disperse uh sleep uh, do the same thing Saturday, and then Saturday night, we used to go to, like, um, a church, right, like, around, okay. like, 8 p.m. or something, and, like, spend the whole night until, like, 3 p.m., and, like, uh, there used to be, like, this, like, liturgical, it's called, like, uh, uh, sort of, like, Kidan, and then there's also Kadase, it's, like, a, a holy sort of, like, uh, in a way, like, procession, a very, like, extended procession, uh, where, like, uh, the sort of like the whole story of Christ is told and like there's a very like a beautiful like uh, resonance of like the music um by Saint Yared uh, of Ethiopia and like uh the story being told that like you could hear the magic of like the quote-unquote resurrection and like it, it it's irrelevant the, the my this discussion is irrelevant of like the historical accuracy of like whatever I'm talking about right uh, but I'm I'm just ex- describing like uh, my experience in that like you could hear something magical like the coming alive of the story, the myth yeah, like the myth quote unquote. Than it's what is usually done in the Western world. It's much absolutely, deeper. Um, absolutely. You form a deeper connection spiritually, um, you know, with God. Or just who you believe in. Uh, well, it's Christianity, so <laughs> so God. Um, but I, yeah, I agree with you because like we definitely have uh, had two experiences, like having to celebrate Christmas here in the U.S. and mm-hmm. having to celebrate obviously Christmas um, in Ethiopia. Since you know we can remember, right? That, 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 I think we've. Let's say nineteen years, something something like that. So, eighteen definitely 18, the experience 19, yeah. was significantly different there, and I do agree that I kind of like that one better than here. I mean, there are also things that I enjoy about this holiday. I mean, their holiday mm-hmm. here, um, you uh, the American's holiday, and uh, but I feel like it has it's more about materialistic things. I don't think there is a deeper spiritual connection that you form um in celebrating it i don't know that's my point on it but anyway um what else you said christmas and easter right uh christmas and easter yeah um also like uh 
Like me. I wish I like. Well, okay. So again, like uh, I'm kind of like getting into this like uh, the mindset, the Western mindset, like uh, from time to time, especially like I'm trying to like through familial sort of like um, encouragement or like guidance. I'm getting like the essence of like uh, West, like the Western version of uh, holidays, like New Year's. Like I'm kind of getting the vibe you know yeah uh so i really like new year's as well like uh okay. especially like new year's is like not necessarily like with family but like with friends i really like celebrating like and that's one of the things i miss because like uh on new year's like uh like having an excursion like a night out with friends like going places like that's pretty fun i think we like we did that like i think last year like uh yeah. in uh minnesota yeah and that was pretty fun so like uh like I appreciate like in the West like I appreciate the uh, sort of a, this designation of like uh, specific like holidays for like different like in like Eastern countries like including Ethiopia like every holiday is basically like a f- holiday of the family right <laughs> it's like like every holiday New Year's Christmas Easter everything and that's amazing i think that's uh, that's i early missed that but at the same time i really appreciate the fact that like um for instance like thanksgiving is like specifically like for family crisp like uh, there's like one valentine's day for lovers right yeah. um and like new year's there's like it's it's kind of a mix of everything but at the same time it's like i take it as like to be like a holiday where like you go out with friends and like <laughs> not necessarily like with the family or like your partner right yeah. and like have that like midnight kiss blah blah, blah like um uh, not necessarily romantic right because like uh like your girlfriend like uh, like might expect uh, uh more not might expect definitely expects more of her valentine's than new year's so like i like that type of balance and like western holidays i really appreciate that yeah. which is kind of missing from uh eastern holidays in a way now that i think now that i think about it so um the other thing is I want to know is like what makes a holiday a holiday like I know for instance Christmas we're remembering um, the birth of Jesus Christ and in Easter the resurrection of Jesus Christ and I know a lot of all the holidays Jesus um, Christ <laughs> The resurrection of Jesus Christ, my God. <laughs> um, but do you think you're going to go, like, when you, like, if you were to meet, do you think people did that, actually? <laughs> I feel like if Christ was around, like, that would be, like, a pun. We just got to, Jesus Christ! It's <laughs> here. That's how, yeah, that's actually, like, not my original joke. Uh, I'll actually, like, give credit. It's, there's this guy called, like, Nimash uh, Patel. What's that? He's, like, uh, New York, Nimash Patel. He's like a mm-hmm. uh, New Yorker, who's know. like origin like his parents are like from India. So he, he was saying like, because like everyone in the US say, like keeps saying like Jesus Christ to like uh, exclaim something like surprising or like something like special or something. Yeah. So he was wondering like how it came about, and uh, <laughs> still he was that like the first yeah the first like uh, uh, miracle like Jesus per- performed with like it was like uh, at uh, Galilee. Uh, so like he changed like water to wine and he kept insisting that it was like before his time or something um and it's like 
history stuff like he changed it like to uh, the water to wine and like as described in scripture like it was like a uh, great fantastic wine right it's like and they couldn't believe it uh, so like his theory is that like they tasted it and they, they went like jesus christ <laughs> damn <laughs> like this is I amazing wine <laughs> you know so like that kind of <laughs> and this theory is that like that kind of like descended over the centuries and like right now you just say like you're like jesus christ it might as well be you never know <laughs> you, you never know it kind yeah. of fits the bill it's so one of like yeah it's, it's one of those things <laughs> but um what else I think historically, well, I think the way we celebrate holidays, I think, have evolved or has evolved, I would say. Um, over time, I think, um, like, do you think Christmas has evolved? How we used to celebrate Christmas and how we celebrate Christmas has evolved? In terms um, of, I mean, most, I think. I think, um, but go on, go on, like elaborate, say, elaborate on the question. Yeah, I think you're on like part a, of, a good track. Uh, part of a celebrating a holiday for me is eating. And I think that anyone would agree on <laughs> I think I probably would put that number one. You, you're not alone. Spirituality. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I'm joking, I'm joking. But I'd say it's a close number two. Uh, but it's like the food gathering of people like maybe families relatives um i don't know what's what's the like what makes it special than any other day it's just a day that we have designated to celebrate one um event right or (laughs) event that has happened in the past so we're trying to commemorate it every year or every yeah every year when it's christmas and all the other holidays i guess they only happen once a year um but i think maybe like for me personally the reason why i asked you the question do you think it has evolved is because um um maybe i'm i'm experiencing different culture probably that's why but people expect certain things when it's a certain holiday and like for instance who used to give gifts? Like, what what Santa Claus has to do with Christmas? I never understood that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At one point, people thought that's a necessary addition <laughs> to the Christmas holiday. But I, I'm pretty sure that it uh, started, you know, religiously. Like, people, you know, wanted to celebrate the birth of Christ. Um, and then I don't know where or how it transitioned from that to, like, I want a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> under the Christmas tree that's quite the evolution I don't know what the mutation is that's actually my cause that. <laughs> yeah I... but I feel like other holidays might have um, transitioned or evolved from just simple celebration of what happened to a few things additional to make it more interesting I don't know does that make sense um yeah um, but um, I, I might be like blubbering i don't know <laughs> could it be something um, that yeah, yeah. so actually like before um because like for the latter uh, part of the question like there's actually like a concrete uh answer uh to that um uh, but it's like it has more to do with like uh 
the marketization of like holidays, which we'll discuss like uh, probably like near the end. Uh, but to sort of like um, address the uh, the question, like has uh, the holiday celebration evolved? Like, um, absolutely. Because um, like, okay, besides like Santa Claus, what's the most like uh, apparent like manifestation or like global manifestation of like Christmas? Uh, Christmas trees? I don't know. Exactly. Christmas trees. Um, but, th- like, the question remains, like, what ha- <clears throat> have Christmas trees to do with, like, anything Christmassy? Right? Yeah. Like, how's, how are Christmas trees related to, like, Christ? Because, like, like, he was born in, like, a barn. Shed, yeah. Right? Like, there, there are no trees in a barn. Like, for fuck's sake, that makes no sense. Right? Yeah. Because, like, the, I mean, if there are trees, like, the herbivore animals should eat them. And, like, they're inside, so, like, they can't photosynthesize. Like, it has nothing to do with, like... Plus, it's, uh, it's like, in the Middle East. <laughs> a place with, not with a lot of trees. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like... Like, the question is, like, why... Like, because it, it turns out that, like... Christianity spread, like, in a very, like, interesting way. Um, um, like, it obviously, like, originally, originally, like, in the Middle East, and then, like, spread sort of, like, uh, radially, like, throughout. Uh, we know, like, uh, it spread, to, like, even during the t- time of Paul, like, it was already, like, in Greece, uh, during the time of, like, uh, Peter, like, Matthew. Matthew came all the way to, like, the then kingdom of, like, Aksum, Ethiopia. Uh like and like he like there are like many accounts that he even died there um so like it also went as far as like uh uh, asia like the sort of like the indian empire but like there's stuff up in the bible like i forgot exactly uh where like the holy ghost or something precluded the apostles from preaching past like some point in asia because they got as far like as far as there so um but the current version of, like, Christmas, like, is sort of, like, disproportionately, like, affected by, um, or, like, disproportionately sort of, like, not just affected, but, like, sort of marketed by the Western theme. So, like, we just have to ask, like, um, how did, like, Christmas evolve, like, in the East and West? And, like, I'm more familiar with, like, the case of Ethiopia, so, like, I'll just take that, or, like, the Coptic uh, Eastern Bloc in general versus the Western Bloc. Uh, and I think um, on the Coptic side, like, obviously, like, it still is very, like, very, uh, very, like, religious uh, sort of, like, endeavor. Um, it has ha- developed, like, some sort of, like, um, uh, aspects of um, uh, play, in a way, uh, where like uh, there's like a specific game like a hockey like game that has been played in Ethiopia for like uh, like millennia um, so there are those but like it's still like a very spiritual like holiday but and in the west like it has gone through like a multiple iterations um, where so like imagine like Rome was like a very dominant power like in western Europe right um so like there are like a, there are a lot of like elements in sort of like uh 
pagan Rome or like the non-Roman pagan areas of Europe, especially like Northern Europe and like sort of the uh, the, Brit- the Britain area or something, the, the Isles, um, uh, that um, that have been incorporated into like um, like Christian traditions. And like even the reason why, like uh, people ask like, Christmas is celebrated like December 25th, but right. that's not even historically like the day that is considered like the birthday of Christ. And the reason is that like, um, the, to like the church sort of like elders like had to like do this like optimization problem, uh, if one could put it that way, where like they were trying to like spread Christianity, Christianity to all as fast as they can to like maximize quote unquote salvation in their opinion. Um, so like what they did was they allowed the ret- retention of like various traditional aspects of, uh, the quote unquote pagan religions. And by pagan, like, I don't mean anything like, uh, I don't mean that like in a, in any, uh, condescending or like denouncing uh, sense. Right. I just, it just means like, uh, a non-mainstream religion. Right. That's, that's just what it means. Like at least in the context that I'm using it. Uh, at least in the context that I'm using it. So, um, like, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, but so like the Christmas tree thing, it's like, you got to ask like, what's December 25th? Like, is it, is it relevant in any way? Well, it's, it has more to do with like ancient holidays than, uh, Christmas itself. And like the trees, Christmas trees are, have a longer history than Christmas itself in Western Europe. Cause Europe was not really like Christianized, like way like deep into like mid like fourth century AD or something. Right. And that's when like, it was made like the official uh, religion of like, uh, the Roman empire. So, um, the Christmas trees kind of like symbolize, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, they symbolize the transition from like winter to like spring. It's like, it's a mark of the solstice. I think winter solstice, I think, or spring solstice. Um, so like it's, it's a mark of like the transition of like seasons. Um, so like, that's why like, uh, people are, uh, you have to, like the, why is the Christmas tree like used in like a very like distinct uh, way? Because like it's the only uh, tree that's not well. It's the only mainstream tree in Europe that's not deciduous, a deciduous tree meaning like it doesn't shed its leaves. It's uh, yeah. it's it stays like that for like the whole year round. So like it's a symbol of like they're kind of wishing for. Um, they're kind of wishing to go through like the winter season in a way. Um, like, and they're wishing for like the green uh, season like to come around or something. And that's how like uh, it got it, it crept into like Christmas itself. Even the day is not um, the original day. Uh, like, uh, cause you, obviously like Ethiopian Christmas is like on January 7th. And that's what Christmas was celebrated on for a long time for it kind of switched to December 25th by uh, the Roman Catholic Church. And there are like a lot of these elements that have kind of made their way in. 
and you're absolutely right. Like the holiday celebration uh, has evolved. And like at the end of the podcast, like our last segment would be like how it evolved, like in our modern, very like capitalistic times um, where like the market itself has a huge role to play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely evolved. Um, yeah, sure. So the next topic, I guess, is the sociological role that uh, holidays have. So I think we kind of touched on it earlier. So the bringing mm-hmm. together families, feasting, I guess. So eating together, that's kind of in the same category. Um, what is What do you think are some of the roles, sociological roles that um, holidays bring? Um, to, oh, shit. To, to, to society. Okay. Um, so I think we can loop back to like uh, your uh, question, uh, the question that you asked before. Um, and it's, it's perhaps it's like worthy to like elaborate on that point, like in, the, in, the, in this given context. Uh, and I do this often. So like it shouldn't be like a surprise to anyone that I fall back on history to like understand like... Um, think so like and like not necessarily when i say history by the way like i'm not a historian or like i don't know a lot of history so it's just like it's conjecture so like again it's like gadunkin experiments like thought experiments um so like obviously like as the as we've discussed before like it's pretty like uh understandable that um religion gave rise to holidays right it's but at the same time I reckon that like holidays might precede religion, uh, and like that's that's just a conjecture. Like I have no um, basis at like. What, um, what is the any first research. holiday? Do you have any idea, or do you know? In my opinion, I have like for sure, or like. Uh, what do you think conjecture? Okay, so I think in my opinion, like, um, like the first holidays are probably like the holidays that are celebrated like universally because like there's a reason why they were the first holidays uh and i feel like that reason is probably like shared universally so i think like the first holidays were like um definitely like seasonal holidays like in my opinion like new year's like new year's is like i bet you like almost every organized culture celebrates some sort of like change of seasons uh holiday so I reckon that like New Year's or seasonal celebrations like that may occur more frequently than once a year are like the OG uh, holidays, in my opinion. Or another thing is like uh, along like the same lines, it's like the coming of age holidays, like the bar mitzvah or the, mat- the bat mitzvah um, okay. or birthdays uh, and... Uh, 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 those those muertos like the day of the dead as well like those type of like um, holidays I feel like they were like the OG holidays that precede like any other holiday in terms of like being celebrated like in a given society um, and I think like they How about have New Year's yeah New Year's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. imagine before the, the time before New Year's, 
as a holiday. I can't even imagine that. Like, I can't. Even, I cannot imagine a time before in the past where they did not celebrate New Year's, because it's like one full year has passed, and now you're moving on to a new one, and then you don't know anything yeah. about it. I think that it deserves a celebration. I don't know why it deserves a celebration, though. To be honest, though, but it's oh, yeah, it like does. something I that mean... would be deserving of a celebration or a holiday. No question. But no question, especially like in places where like seasons change, seasons are relevant, or like even in places like Ethiopia, there is a point in which the New Year holiday didn't exist. <laughs> I'd be curious yeah. to know actually when the first New Year's holiday was, or the no, New Year, first New Year celebration was before World War World War One. <laughs> I can't even speak. Uh, I don't know why I said before World War One. That seems to be the go to. Uh, reference one. <laughs> Bro, that was like That yeah. was like 106 years ago <laughs> We've been celebrating New Year's for like Probably like 20 times that time span um, yeah, I think so Yeah Like even, I mean the Egyptians had like uh, Very like accurate calendars Like, I don't know, 5,000 years ago Oh jeez um, oh, yeah. uh, like, Egypt, Egypt is a fascinating civilization man. For fuck's sake They're it's... absolutely like I mean, they have the first recorded, like, genius, like, ever. Uh, they have the first recorded physician ever, which is the same person, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, they have the first recorded engineer. The first when, re- Like, Egypt is a very fascinating civilization uh, in its own right. Um, Sorry to interrupt, like, but I said, uh, so I Googled it, right, as we were talking about it, and it says yeah. the first time the New Year's yep. was celebrated yep. was... January 1st, obviously. <laughs> and yep. it was in Rome in 153 BC. And and it says, in mm-hmm. fact, the month of January did not even exist until around 700 BC. I think uh, when so second the king of Rome says uh, Numa Ponitilis, I don't even know. Mike, so like, if you actually like Google like who's the first position, you'll probably like find some reference to like... Uh, Hippocrates or something, yeah. right? Because, forgive me to point this out, but, like, um, any society has, like, a tendency to make its own version of something like the first, and that's more pronounced in the West. Because, literally, like, I think there's a sort of, like, a comical comment by some historian where, like, who said, like, everything started, like, was started by the Greeks, <laughs> right? <laughs> History, anything, medicine, and obviously, like, apparently, like, the New Year's was also started by the Romans. But here's the thing. The New Year's started celebrated on January 1st, probably. I mean, because January, like, is, is a reference to Janus, which is, like, a Roman god. And uh, our podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, really talk about. But at the same time, like, before Rome was even, like, uh, a sort of, like, collective, sort of, like, well-organized society... Egypt was like, even before Rome, there was Greece. And like thousands of years before Greece, there were lands like Egypt, Punt, Damat, you know, like China, ancient India, Mesopotamia. And all of these societies had like calendars and they not only celebrated like New Year's, they also celebrated like uh, these seasonal like transitional periods. So you're absolutely right in, in the sense that like the New Year's that we celebrate right now like with the Gregorian calendar, like has its like origins, like 
the ancient Rome, even the whole calendar. Like, I mean, if you go through like the months of uh, the Gregorian calendar, like it's it's very obvious that like it's 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 a Roman calendar. I mean, what are the months? Like January, February, March, 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 the God of War, April, May, June, July, Julius Caesar, August, Augustus Caesar, right? So like September Caesar. <laughs> September actually means like sept means like seven, in like ro- in all Roman languages, like in French you'd say like set, and octo means like eight. Yeah. And novo and no like in Spanish you say like nueve, which is like nine. So November, and December like you can like. It means ten, right? So like it's like it lit- it goes literally like. Julius Augustus seven eight nine ten. <laughs> so um, yeah, like it has uh, pretty obvious like uh, Roman influences, but um, yeah, I, I mean, the, uh, like this is a very like distinct comment from our sort of main theme. But um, history is like fundamentally of like a very like subjective field, even though like it aspires for uh, rigorous objectivity. Like, it's a very subjective thing. Even to begin with, like, you're interested in, like... Think about this, right? We're talking about... So far, like, on our podcasts, we've been talking about things that are of interest to us, right? Like, we're not going to discuss things that don't interest us, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't expect anything different from historians, right? And, like, it has been the case that, like... You mean, uh, like, we shouldn't be surprised if we get a biased... exactly exactly history has been like like told from a very like uh narrow perspective over like the past like 500 years or like a thousand years say Um, you're seeing it uh, from the from their lens exactly and like times are like are unfolding where like uh we're actually like comprehending um because think about this, right? If you if you go back to high school, like most of the history we were thought as world history, obviously like involved like Egypt, uh, Greeks, Rome, China, India, uh, Ethiopia, like ancient Ethiopia in some ways. But mostly like the quote unquote relevant path in history people take is like they start with like seriously. And this is like, there's a lot of like a huge kernel of truth and like jokes in a sense that like, like the most common trace of history that people do is like they start with Greece or like they probably like start with Egypt, but completely skip over like a, and they will go Greece, Rome, Middle Ages, blah, 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 Renaissance, blah, blah, this, this, and that. That's history for a lot of people. But that's a very like Eurocentric view of history. And you might see like Europe has been like a very relevant sort of like entity for the past, like, I don't know, four, 400 years, a thousand years, perhaps. But like, when you really like understand the scale of like the scale other civilizations have played in history seriously like if an alien were to come and to see like our history and like go back and see like the relevance that were played like throughout history they'll be like why the fuck are you studying like just like this line of history like why like we don't know a lot about india bro i i don't know like a, a tenth about india of what i know of Europe. I know a shit ton about Europe, right? But India has been like a civilization longer, wealthier, right? It has been a superpower longer than any 
it has been wealthier than like any civilization like basically like ever right it literally has been the sole source of wealth for europe the reason why venetian merchants like italy after way after like during the middle ages sort of like the whole of europe became like a trading powerhouse uh they developed military just to trade with india because that was the richest land ever known up to that point india was the richest land ever until like the late 1800s sorry like uh early 1800s right they're rich as fuck man they like they they i think they control like something like 40 to 35 to 45 percent of global gdp for like 1500 years that, that like let that sink sink in for for like a moment right and next line were like the chinese they control like 30 to 35 percent of global gdp for like another 2000 years right but we don't know anything about them because history is not told from their perspective. And I think, like, this is, like, a great time because, like, the world is being reconnected, like, pretty well. And, like, India and China are, like, making a huge resurgence and, like, uh, claiming the rightful sort of historic place that they deserve. Yeah, I um, think there are, there is more attention given to certain, like you said, like, like Europe and maybe, like, the Western world in general, America. For a lot of different, for very different reasons, um, uh, and very, and it's done so consistently to the mm-hmm. point where um, it becomes the norm. I'd say it's noticeable that one side is benefiting from the exposure than the other so like uh, like you said I, I actually also don't know much about india or china not that there is not enough information out there there are a lot of incredible historians that have documented i would assume the the the, the past but i just what's the motivation for me to read about the history of china or you uh, like india so usually these countries in the western part of the world i think do a very good job of to get you interested for you to care and like read about their history which i i think has happened and which is kind of what we have also dealt with when we were in high school when we were being taught history there was more of the western history than there was about i guess the eastern side of it like i don't know about south india i don't know about nepal i don't know about Let's say, like, yeah, just Korea. I don't know much about what happened on that side of the world. It's mostly about World War that happened in Europe, German, Austria, um, and America's civil wars and all that. I know much more about that than I do the other ones, which, um, is, as I said, dependent on, like, how they want us to view it, too, like, there's more attention on one side, basically, to, to put mm-hmm. it briefly. And I think, as you said, also, right now, through the access of the internet, people can actually look and find the actual histories of these um, legendary civilizations in the past. As you said, I actually did not know until you told me right now that they controlled 30 to 45% of the GDP for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. That's pretty huge. Of the entire planet. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. What else? What else? Should we, should we go um, on to the... 
show I think yeah to uh, like to go deeper into like the sociological sort of like role um, of holidays perhaps I think like in like the sort of primitive uh, holidays it's pretty primitive meaning like not necessarily like rudimentary but like sh- sort of like common holidays across the board uh, like birthdays uh, if you consider that a holiday or like uh, sort of like the coming of age holidays um, I think like those play like uh, on the micro on the fam- the family scale like they play a role of like bringing people together obviously like because like when to like someone's birthday like it's it's a celebration of like sort of communion and that like uh like we uh it's an expression of appreciation solidarity all of that stuff um but like when like that like that's sort of like scaled up when you come to like um grand holidays uh, that are celebrated like society wide um and i think like um i think new year's is like uh like it truly is a celebration and and like a lot of ways uh in that like um it puts like it, like it veers the society like in a specific order in a sense that um it kind of like announces the repeat of like the cycle that has worked so far meaning like um society is like it's a way of like guiding the society to like a very specific like cycle in a way so um you can think of holidays as like sort of like checkpoints as well that uh could be used by uh people like in power or like people who dictate sort of like societal progression uh to uh, towards like certain names right so for instance like um like holidays are like cues to do certain things on a societal level right even today that's tr- very true right like uh like thanksgiving is like a cue to like eat turkey or something you know so i think holidays have been used uh, like in that sense like uh so like uh, they might like the holidays might have been like cues to like i don't know show sheets um uh like uh, there are like a lot of holidays that celebrate like the rainy season um so there's a lot of that um but i think like again in my opinion like uh holidays like uh precede religion but especially like after the emergence of religion in my opinion again like don't quote me on any of this it's just my like the seriously like i'm literally think thinking of this on the spot uh just pulling the shit out of out of like whatever you know my glutus um, maximus glutus maximus exactly <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> nice um so i think like after like the emergence of like uh religion i think holidays have um played a role of like um like reenacting the historic like myths of like or the stories of like that specific religion that it really like depends on right so for instance like uh one of my favorite holidays uh even though like i'm not uh 
Muslim, right? I'm from Ethiopia, so it's like a very like well-integrated, like multicultural, multi-religious society. It's Molid. And like Molid is like the, uh, it's a celebration of like, um, uh, what's it called? Like uh, the birth of like, uh, Molid literally means like, like to be born in a way, or like birth. That's what it means. Um, and like, it's a celebration of the birth of like, um, Prophet uh, Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him. Hmm. Uh, so, like, uh, for Muslims, right, and in general for, like, extended family as well, like, not necessarily Muslims like myself, it's like a time where, like, a reaffirmation of that, like, the time uh, of Muhammad in a way, like, the, like, was it like it or not, love it or not, whether, like, uh, like, Muhammad has been, like, uh, an incredible force uh, in our past history, like, uh, uh, he's one of those like holistic, uh, brilliant minds that have uh, sort of like come across uh, this earth, um, and uh, like it's a celebra- it's a uh, it's relieving reliving that uh, moment, right? Like recounting that story where like uh, and like it's definitely not celebrated by all Muslims as well. So like that's a, a good point to notice, but it's it's reaffirming that like. Like here, born, uh, here was a born uh, great man that blah blah, blah like that did, that did all of those things. And when you're thinking of like Maulid, like you definitely think of like the things that Muhammad did, like the incredible things that uh, uh, this prophet of like uh, during the seventh uh, century uh, AD was able to play. Like he like single handedly in a way steered the course of history. That's, I mean. I don't think like such a uh, prophet figure has been around since like uh, the time of like perhaps like David, right? To this extent, uh, shameless self-promotion, by the way. <laughs> um, so like, like there hasn't been like a figure that sort of like embodied the spiritual aspect of things, the political aspects of things, the legal aspect side of things and the military aspect of things, right? He was like a prophet slash the person who personally, like literally, wrote the whole, the entirety of the Quran. Uh, he was the preacher. He was the organizer. He was the political leader. He was ended up being the quote-unquote king at the end. Uh, he was a military general as well. Like, he led an entire fucking army uh, and, like, reinvaded uh, Mecca from Medina as well. So, like, it's, it's you relieve, uh, live uh, these stories, right? When you're celebrating, like, uh, Christmas, like, at least, like, in Ethiopia, at least, like, or in, during Easter, like, we were talking, uh, as we've mentioned before, when, like, I, um, like, I was, like, in church, like, with my brothers, like, um, during, like, that uh, dead of, uh, sort of dead, like, night, uh, like, past midnight, you can just hear the stories being played, like, through this, like, enchanting music that just, like, literally like tells the story as if like it was like you get to re- like relive those great great stories um and i feel like people need stories to like survive and like it's 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 an incredible way of like replaying those uh incredible moments it's like it's it's as if like you were there with like uh christ when he was being resurrected or like you're there at the moment like muhammad was born when like uh, he was brought into this world or something, right? That uh, that's a huge thing. I think uh, even like I uh, guys, uh, I probably like misquote this. It's been a while since I read it, but like 
uh, I think the first book that uh, Friedrich uh, Nietzsche wrote was, um, it's called, uh, it was a gift from a friend. Wait, you said Friedrich The uh, Genealogy of Morals, I think. The Birth of uh, Tragedy, sorry. Uh, the Genealogy of Morals was the last book. So the Birth of Tragedy is like a book about, uh, it's, a, it's a very like uh, sort of uh, uh, convoluted book in a way. But it's trying, like, it's Nietzsche's take on, like, how tragedy, like, not tragedy as in, like, f- like fatality or, like, sad occurrence. I mean, like, tragedy, the art form, uh, was born, like, how essential it was for, like, the Greeks. Uh, and in that, he goes into, like, this, like, uh, description about, like, how uh, during tragedy, like, plays, people would be, like, part of, like, the play, right? It's like people are, like, very invested in the play. People are participating in that uh, enactment of like ancient myths, because like on the stage, like it's it's a story of like gods and blah blah, and like you get to be like part of that, right? During like the enactment of like uh, those tragedy like plays, you get to be part of that, you get to see that. But Nietzsche was saying like they, they were just like he calls it uh, I forgot the specific term he used, but not the crowd, something like that, the observer, something like that. But the crowd becomes like it's a Greek, it's a Greek term. Uh, it becomes like part of the play as well. So like you get to like relive the moment that the gods did this or that. So like I feel like that like holidays in general like have had that transcendental sort of like aspect to them. Um, and remember like Mike when you asked me like what I miss about Ethiopia like that's kind of the aspects of holidays that I miss. Even though like the bringing together of family blah, like is still like a huge thing in the Western side. Uh, of the story, like th- that transcendental aspect is like not around anymore. And funny enough, like Nietzsche, like really talked about like in at length. Uh, the books are not that long, by the way. It's like one hundred fifty pages or something, uh, one or forty something. I forgot. Um, but it's like he goes like he's basically like, contrasting the uh, god Dionysus, which embodies like the tra- the tragic aspects of like things, and the god Apollo which embodies like this very like sort of generally speaking like very um pristine very like not non-spiritual but like rigorous and like exact this beautiful the kind of like greek exactitude that we know uh which kind of has been a german exactitude in our modern times actually but his like and i think like his point applies in a sense that like the right now the east is like more in line with like the the Dionysus side of things where like it's very like spiritual like that spiritual essence has like been preserved but on the west like it's that's being like eroded and like he continually like points out that like that's a very dangerous path uh, to take as we'll like we'll discuss this later but like I think that sociological sort of like factor is like pretty important and I think we ought to, like, preserve that, even though we don't believe in the stories, right? It's, like, it's okay if you don't believe, like, um, like, I, I think it's, like, as long as, like, it's, like, socially, like, relevant, like, it's okay to celebrate, like, someone's bar mitzvah, even though you're not Jewish, right? Like, participating in that coming-of-age holiday is, like, um, like, acknowledging that spiritual, like, side of things is, like, very important. Because, like, we fundamentally are, like, animals with stories that's literally like what keeps us alive so 
uh, yeah, I think, yeah, um, okay. that's that's pretty huge. But okay, so should so we we again? Uh, sorry, earlier I said we were going to talk about the marketization of holidays. We, I don't think we digressed, but we put it off so that we can talk about it at the end. And I briefly mentioned how. Um, I guess Christmas it has kind of evolved to become this holiday where people expect gifts to be bought for them by their parents if it's kids, or spouses expect gift for from um, their significant other, and I think that is very interesting because that's really diverting from what it, it we used to be and like i mean obviously it's a money-making season for a lot of companies advertise a lot of uh a, a lot of their products during these times because they know that people are going to spend their hard-earned money um to to appease their like maybe significant other or kids or whatever they feel obligated to do these things so advertisers take advantage of that companies take advantage of that and it is now about like who gets to (laughs) so like it's between between the companies it's a competition of of like who gets the most money from their customers like there so Mm -hmm. let's assume that this christmas trying to buy something for my kids there's PS5 and there's Xbox competition. Two different companies bringing their best products, or it could be yep. little things. There's there's a huge competition between companies, and people are actively trying to get into your pockets. Well, not literally, but directly. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if I like how it turned out because we, as you said, at least for me, part of celebrating a holiday is. Uh, spiritual side of it and how mm-hmm. you remember the history of it and you look back and um, appreciate like for a Chris, for instance Christmas it's all about you know the birth of Jesus Christ so that has nothing to do with Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> prove me otherwise convince me <laughs> or unless uh, you get to see um but so is there a movie for Christmas that people see? Like a, like a traditional one. I'm not talking about the Elf or whatever. Unless you watch uh, it on the like, Xbox there are like or Christmas PS5. Christmas specials for Christmas special episodes. Yeah. But a lot of the time, things that we do, things we buy is, is for us to make us happy and content and has nothing to do with the holiday we're celebrating. It's just like an excuse for us to buy what we want because <laughs> it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Let's make ourselves happy. Ourselves happy. I don't know if that is a, like a trend that will stop. I doubt it, but it's celebrated much, much differently in Ethiopia, for instance, where we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still is in people are still in touch with their roots and the history and how it um, how it was celebrated in the past. Here, it's kind of different. Uh, maybe I don't know. I would love to have someone. Like, like describe to me, or not describe, like explain to me how, um, how what they think about 
our culture um, with respect to theirs. Uh, they might find interest in ours or they might hate it. I don't know. Because they, they've, all they know is that Christmas is all about gifts. Someone has to be the secret Santa <laughs> giving out gifts. But I, that's you, not my like, recollection. Do you think like that Growing aspect up, of like uh, spirituality is like dwindling in uh, the Ethiopian side of things or like the Eastern Bloc? Do you think, because like Western culture has been like very influential uh, for the for better or for uh, for better in many cases to be honest, but uh, for worsen uh, some other aspects as well. So, uh, do you think like do you see like uh, retention of that spiritual side, or like do you think like it's gonna be there's gonna be like a huge reduction in that side? And do you think like yeah, for uh, us, you the mean Western like... side of Christmas is gonna like dominate like all over the world as well? Sure. I don't know, but like if you ask me. I definitely mm-hmm. would want to receive gifts. I don't think I would want to, that to stop. So I can apply that. I can I can assume that other people would love to have that. But I think they wouldn't mind learning a bit about... What's appealing about gifts, too. though? Is it, like, not knowing what you get? Is it the surprise aspect of things? Or, like, is it the material aspect of things? Just materialistic. People like, are what not is it more appealing? materialistic than before. Because I mean, technically, you can buy whatever it is that you're buying at any given moment in time. You can afford it. There's nothing Very unique Very about the holidays that would make a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox. Sorry, my go-to references are the two. Uh, that make these two devices uh, more available during the day of Christmas. It's just, you can buy it at any time. But I, I just feel like uh, most people are now more materialistic. and They care about maybe, depending on, you know your financial capability. Some people b- buy their spouses cars or houses. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think uh, we're at that level yet. I think we're going to stick with uh, flannels, shirts. Um, but anyway, so there are levels to it. But at, at every level, people would, you know, love to receive gifts or give other people. They, they like to receive it than give it, so... <laughs> But someone has to give it for others to receive it. So anyway, <laughs> um, but there's a lot of materialism, I think, and I don't know if it will stop anytime soon. And I personally like that aspect of it, but I just think that shouldn't be the only aspect of it that people should consider should should um, celebrate. Um, it's like every time, like like I, I have people that I ask to live here, tell them okay. Christmas and what what do you like about Christmas? It's all about gifts. When I went to Philadelphia last year, um, one of the uh, their son got an iPad, so he was so excited about that. And then I think was it an Xbox or like some tech gadget? So mm-hmm. optimistic and so not optimistic, so excited. That's what I'm gonna say about those things. Then the actual celebration and like sitting down with families and all that. It's like now nah, it's all about the gifts. And I think that's something that the Western world has um, emphasized on in the past few years, decades, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the spiritual side of it could go along and it would actually be nice Very to have true. some physical gifts. They could, they, well. Yeah, they could go like hand in hand. I guess. Yeah. 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 But I don't see it stopping anytime soon. 
because like I can see why people can be attracted to some of the materialistic things that they receive during the day of Christmas. I I would be too. So it's not like oh shit. Yeah, I don't want to say something that I'm not gonna do. I like it, but I wish it incorporated the spiritual side. Gotcha. Yeah, companies are crazy. Um, like the I Christmas like adverts I, I are insane. Quite privy to like uh, the fact that like. So I had I had a good friend called uh, like shout out to Elia Nikolov, <laughs> uh, like he has been sort of like uh, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he's not listening to this, but if like if you are like you've been sort of like uh, instrumental in my uh, awakening to like a lot of things, um, like uh, one of the things that Elia like brought to t- my attention was the fact that like. Um, and, uh, and obviously, like it's, it's he's like he's very like uh, f- uh, privy to like uh, French literature, so like most of the ideas that he sort of promulgates is like has to do with like the French school of thought, okay. uh, and one of those is like uh, the idea of like narr- narratives, right? So like we all think that like um, we have like complete control of like. Uh, our preferences, everything, blah, blah, but like, we really don't. So, uh, it's it's kind of quite obvious that like, uh, kind of quite. <laughs> that's uh, it's kind of like an oxymoron. It's quite obvious that um, our sort of like um, what we consider normal is really not up to us in a way. It like we might have fluctuations that we control we might go to like choose to like go left 10 feet or like go right 12 feet or something right that's up to us but the central point is determined by our society right so the people who are considered like crazy heretics in ethiopia right are probably considered like like decent skeptics (laughs) in the western world right because the zero point is like very different and believe this or not like no like no matter how ra- radical you are, right? Like, you will not be, like, I don't know. Like, and this is sort of inherently built in the normal distribution. Like, I guarantee you it's so unlikely that it would be, like, four standard deviations from whatever normal it has been defined by your society. By definition, like, to be in the, like, let's say even three standard deviations away from the norm, whatever sort of, like, single metric, you like, single quality you may choose, you have to be like in the top 5%, right? Top 5 percentile of extremes on the other side of things, right? So or no, that's actually not true. About like 2.5 because it's 2.5 on both sides. So like, or you can be like on, on either. So I guess like 5%. Uh, my point is that like, there are like narratives that are like pushed without even us knowing. And market, people like who do marketing, like I used to have like, Sorry to say this, like I'm kind of like ashamed to admit this, but I will, right? I used to have like condescension on marketers. I just felt like they had, they were providing no value. Like they had no expertise. They were just like saying like random shit, you know? But they're actually like very, in a way, like very smart, capable people, right? And that's in a way like they have so much power because we are like a product of like a, the narrative that we kind of like, accept choose to accept or like that has been forced upon us by the society that we live in right so uh 
like, oh, okay. So all of this rant is just to say that, like, the reason why it's like spirituality is like important in like the Eastern Bloc, like more specifically, like we're discussing Ethiopia, like Ethiopia, since we were, we grew up there. Um, it's not because the people are like more spiritual per se, right? It's it's because it's just because that like the narrative is like uh, that holidays are like the story that is being told is that like holidays are like really holidays like they're meant to be spiritually oriented well but people like in the marketing side of things like have figured out not just in the west but like all over the world but pretty well in like America I guess like uh, America has been like the center of like this marketing. Uh, even like when you see the statistics, it's like unbelievable. Like America, like dominates with like the marketing industry globally, right? So, uh, marketers have been pretty good at like hijacking, or like not just hijacking, but like uh, twisting the narrative, and maybe twisting like implies the sinister aspect, uh, sinister intention. But it's really not sinister. It's just that like they've been sort of like. Uh, I don't want to say manipulate as well. They've been changing the narrative to like suit their needs. So let me give you an example. Like Christmas has obviously been like a holiday of like uh, a holiday of like gifts, blah, blah, right? So okay, uh, like there, that, that, there's an extended story to that. But let's just like come to like I don't know, like Halloween, right? So you might you might ask like like what's the origin of trick or treating? What what has trick or treating has to do with anything related to Halloween? Right? It has nothing to do with Halloween, if you think about it. Because Halloween is supposed to be like the day of the dead. Like it's it's a it's a European version of like uh, los uh, los muertos or something like the day of the dead that like uh, celebrated like the Hispanic world, right? It has nothing to do with, like, the Day of the Dead. Like, candy and, like, dead people. Like, why have they... Like, they're both sources of carbs for bacteria. That's as, <laughs> as common as it gets. They're both easily, like, uh, utilized uh, by like bacteria. Two, like, fungi, I guess. Two completely different right? things. Like, candy is, like... The image you have like, in your head Mike, when you try, think of candy. Yeah, like, yeah get, like, guess a connection between the two. I don't think I can. It's just, it's and we're pretty like ridiculous folks with our like uh, ridiculous creativity, right? We could we usually like make up shit between like our related shit. But yeah. even like even like it, it has they have nothing to do with like each other, right? Um, and like so, it's it's actually like the candy industry that has done like an incredible sort of like uh, marketing ploy that has beefed up the sales of uh, sweets like during this time. They, they literally created culture, right? To serve us like a marketing tool, right? They literally create, like this, this is how crazy it is guys. Cause like in the, okay. Sort of like roll back a bit, like holidays were obviously like created either by automatically by like relevant events that a society considers like important, like the birth of like some important prophet or like some important, I don't know, deity or something, or some important like uh, event, like, uh, I don't know, victory, independence, 
like there are those types of holidays that are consequent of like just events that occurred in historical events. But there are many holidays that uh, were promulgated by uh, various sort of like bodies, especially like religious bodies, uh, for various reasons. And like this marketing ploy is not new, guys. Like the income from like donations to the say to the church or to the to a mosque goes through the roof during holidays, right? So like it's it's actually like in the best interest of like religious leaders to like encourage the mass celebration of holidays in some uh, of some in some shape or form. Marketers have just like modernized that approach, right? So today, like in the in America and like it's expanding all over the world, right? Um, we're actually witnessing um, the creation of holidays, which are purely market based, which are purely like for the sole purpose of Black Friday buying more. Black Friday, literally, like the 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 top example of like such uh, yeah. holidays, right? So what's what's Black Friday stuff. celebrating? Obviously, like it comes after Thanksgiving, so we, they they couldn't they couldn't sort of market around the fact except turkey industries i guess they couldn't market around the fact that like thanksgiving is like a purely holiday stay at home holiday uh, so they just created like an entire different holiday following thanksgiving that has nothing to do with thanksgiving just for like the sake of like black friday is a holiday <laughs> so that's like the world we live in right now like it's it's sometimes like crazy to think that like you're like holy shit like this is actually like how things come about. Um, so that's that's pretty huge. And another theme uh, in our modern times is just like the paganization of like holidays, right? And you might ask why. For instance, like Christmas is not really like a Christian holiday in uh, the Western world, right? It's it, it, maybe like in for diehard people. Uh, uh, Christians, I guess, perhaps, but like, it's really not a Christian holiday, and that's that's by design in a way, because um, the more you paganize a religion, and by pagan, I don't, again, I don't mean it like uh, condescendingly, like I just mean like outside that religion or like outside the relevance, the relevance of like mainstream religions as per the given society, and that um, Christmas has been paganized. So that like, they the marketers could tap into like a much larger pool of customers, right? Because if Christmas is just celebrated by Christians, which is a dwindling population by the day, by the way, especially like in the West, that's not a good strategy. That's not a good marketing strategy, right? It's a better marketing strategy to like detach Christmas from Christianity, so that you could involve like people of like every religion and faith. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then just, like, have them get, make it a pagan holiday so that, like, you could garner, like, a, like literally, like, the entire pool as a market, right? So, like, uh, let's say, like, the... Bigger audience. Um, yeah, like, let's say, like, the Jewish kid in New York is going to get presents for Christmas or, or like, we're heading that way, in a way. Um, like... Because, like, the kid is going to say, like, oh, like, my friends are getting this. Why I should get something. We should also celebrate Christmas. Or, okay. And, like, you, people can't really, like, choose not to celebrate Christmas. Because, like, it's not 
I mean, like you can't force, uh, let's say like uh, Buddhists to celebrate the birth of Christ. Like it's not really relevant to the religion, but you can f sort of convince them to celebrate Christmas as a sort of like detached holiday where we just like Santa Claus comes to, comes to you, comes around and like gives you gifts and shit, right? So that, that's another theme in that like, there's actually like a very active self-interested force working against spirituality. Like that, I just, yeah. I, it's actually a very good point. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Sounds like something they would do. <laughs> just because if it's all about the money, then <laughs> I think it's more, it's kind of reasonable, not reasonable, I'm not supporting it, but I think it would make sense why they would do it. Just because uh, of the capital that they would um, acquire. Yeah. But yeah. Just, I've seen that happen with, I think, Christmas, maybe. Mm -hmm. I just realized when you said it. But yeah, anyway. I think we should probably wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Um, or oh, there's there, we could yeah. it or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, like, we could maybe we could perhaps like uh mention like holidays around the world that we kind of know of and we could discuss them, uh, just like say shit about them in a way so. Yeah, I've been kind of fortunate enough to like uh, that, like uh, in uh, my uh, where I study, like uh, there's like an international student union that just celebrates like different holidays. And I was fortunate enough to like have obviously like yeah, in Ethiopia, like we celebrate like Christian holidays, Muslim holidays, Jewish holidays. Um, but I've been quite fortunate enough to like uh, have exposure to like uh, sort of Asian uh, holidays, uh, like the Chinese New Year, perhaps, or uh, in the Indian side, like Diwali, uh, which is like a, a beautiful concept, a beautiful idea of like, um, it, I, I forgot what Diwali meant. It, it has something to do with lights. Uh, it's like this, this lights, I, it's been a while. Um, it's like November or something. That's the last time, last year. I don't know, 2020, 2019, November, like that's the last time I celebrated, like Diwali, but um, it's, a, it's a celebration of like the defeat, the, the uh, prominence of light over darkness. Uh, that's a critical concept right there. Um, there's also like uh, the color festival that uh, Hindus celebrate. Where is that? The, or like sort of Asians. Uh, uh huh. The color festival is that? Yeah. Where is it celebrated? It's in India. Yeah, it oh. has like its proper name. Oh wait, I, oh like, I, I remember. remember. <laughs> I remember it now. Yeah, it's it's dude. It's is it like it's the, a beautiful they, take uh, on? Yeah. Use I don't know. It's colorful powders. Exactly. They spread like colorful powders, like throughout, and like everyone, literally, everyone around, like oh, in the like people just go out on the streets. Blah. Yeah. Dude, it's a beautiful holiday, and like. 
I just don't know what it is like, or like it, what the history yeah. behind it is, but it's something that's cool to be a part of. Just thinking about it. it's just like destroying your face with different colors. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's literally with everyone. Like there's a lot of people. I think the purpose is like it's a change of season holiday. It's one of those common like holidays where like they're going into spring from winter, so like they're celebrating it like okay. as a mark of like oh spring is arising. The colors are coming back in a way. Mm. Um, but, like, again, Mike, like, we were discussing before that, like, history has been told from, like, a very specific perspective. And I think that's pretty unfortunate because, like, you just miss out on these huge, rich cultures all over the world. Um, I mean, like, uh, in a way, like, at this moment in time to be born outside of the Western sphere of influence is, like, kind of, like, a blessing in a way because, like, it's kind of sad, like, how um, you could just... The the Western narrative is, like, so vast and, like, so extended and uh, so, like, fascinating by its on its own that it could just, like, have this narrow conception of, like, history where narrow is in the global context where, like, you just, like, again, you just study the classics, modern, uh, medieval Europe, modern Europe, and then that's history. But you just miss out on this, like, huge chunk, perhaps, like, an even bigger chunk across time that is so rich. Um, and I think, like, for instance, like, again, take, like, the comparison of, like, uh, change of seasons, like, the Christmas uh, celebrations where, like, you bring in a tree, like, the, uh, the European celebration where, like, you bring in a tree uh, and, like, you... Um, celebrate like the winter or, or like Oktoberfest, right? You just like drink beer, blah, blah, blah. That's, an, that's a pretty good holiday, right? Oktoberfest literally means like October holiday in German. It's you just like drink beer, blah. blah. Um, that's, I really like Oktoberfest, right? It's like, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing holiday. But at the same time, there's like an entirely different, different take to the same kind of problem or like a similar problem. Oktoberfest is going into winter, like uh, the the uh, color festival is like going out and that like it's it's just like a different take and like if you're not open to like other perspective other civilizations well like it's it's pretty easy to like miss out you know so that's why i keep emphasizing like there's so much out there that we could lose just by like focusing on a specific like perspective so um yeah i, I really appreciate that um what else Oh, another interesting thing is, like, in the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, like, every day is, like, a holiday, right? Every day? Oh, yeah. Every day. Like, yeah, every Mike, you, you can go deeper that into that. Yeah. 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 It's every day of the month. Well, there... It has, like, there. prescribed change. Maybe it's yeah. because I don't celebrate it, but I don't know. Is that, how big is it? Yeah, like, me too, bro. It's impossible. Huh? How big of a holiday is it? Like, not... A, so... By that, I mean... Uh, what percentage of the population um, celebrates it that like they would with other holidays? But I think, like, it's just you just think about it, just think about it, and then, uh, just uh, for instance, what's like twelve is Michael. <laughs> Always shouting myself out. Twelve is Michael. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know what Saint Michael's Day. You might go to church. Well, not. Yeah. That day. And maybe pray, do here things here and there, but 
but it's not celebrated as Christmas or like some of the official holidays. Official, I mean like um, country-wise, like statewide. So I don't think it's official, official. It's religiously official though. It can be because it's literally like every day. <laughs> literally yeah. every day. That would be fun. To have holidays every day. Alright, today nah, is a break. Tomorrow's boring. also yeah, a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Seven it's, days it's of pretty, a break. That's pretty boring. Huh? I mean, a break from what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, have you yeah, seen the clip where, like, uh, yeah, to have a break after the, uh, Like, you have to have something to compare it to. Like, today's well, exactly. Break. What are the singers from like from Shang? Like, I'm uh, Shakespeare and I know it. I forgot the, day is the, break. the name of the artist. What is it? But, like, they had, they had a song where, like, party all day or something party all night blah and that clip like they're just like partying all day every day that they get so tired of partying that they just want to get out of the party but like they can't so it's I a flip, like it's flipping the whole story it's it's a it very interesting sound clip. unfamiliar the party rock anthem like the um, <sighs> party all day da, 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 da. and i'm just yeah. kidding i'm just party that's not how it sounds uh, okay Probably. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, so you, you need, as you said, like, you need like a reference point of like hard, grueling work because like people ultimately derive satisfaction from meaningful work or meaningful, meaningful contribution that rest is like meaningful. So that, that's a, that's, yeah, that's a great point. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are holidays that celebrate like ideology. Uh, uh, there's May Day. Oh, yeah, um, there are like n- sort of like new age, quote unquote, holidays that celebrate like ideas. In fact, like, I feel like uh, I'm probably inclined to say like every day right now and like not just until, but like every day right now is like there's a global holiday, like because every day has like some relevance, right? Mm-hmm. So like there's the, I mean, there are like very famous holidays such as like uh, Women's Day. Uh, like March eighth, right? That's yeah, celebrated like March. across the world. That's yeah, that's March one. 8th, yeah, um, there are like Father's other. Day, Mother's sh- Day. Yeah, Mother's Day, Father's Day. There are like holidays like that, that are like um, appearing in the modern age. Because like, um, again, we need like something to like, uh, like people really need like stories and like we need to sort of like uh, relive. Again, like relevant sort of like experience, like as the relevance of like religion dwindles like across the board, um, sort of like national like holidays are like taking that place. For instance, like July 4th is like a huge holiday here, like the American independence holiday where like, instead of like, remember like what I like our point of like um, reliving that, that like relevant moment uh, spiritually, like, that's sort of that has morphed into like a celebration of like patriotism patriotism that like uh you get to be like patriotic like during that time where like you get to really like people like have like civil war reenactments here and there people have like independent independence war reenactments um and i think in ethiopia like uh this was like why was in ethiopia like five years ago a while ago it was like six seven years ago maybe not that far actually yeah so, like, they were reenacting the march towards Adwa from, like, Adwa is, like, the 
independence, the Ethiopia, the victory of independence of Ethiopia that left Ethiopia to be the only uh, independent African state to have ever been colonized. Um, so they like marched from the capital Addis Ababa to like all the way to Adwa, reenacting like the march of the uh, Grand Ethiopian Army at the time uh, towards the northern uh, uh, city of like Adwa. Um, or like the under the Adwar Ranges, right? So like I feel like that's gonna be like more and more um, commonplace as the role of like religion sort of like is watered down. Um, but I do think like just like religion and like other sort of like pre-religion uh, holidays had forces that brought them into existence. I think like uh, they're like especially like during our times there are like market forces, there are like ideologies. There are like national interests that push for this continuation of like holidays, right? I, I feel like holidays are going to be like a part of human experience for like the longest. I, I, I won't be surprised if like um, sort of like um, like cyborgs, perhaps not cyborgs, so like future like sort of like ro robots or something like they have their own holiday. Maybe they would have like a holiday of like independence from the humans or something. <laughs> like, I feel like they're, they're like, it's going to be like a thing for uh, a while. And like, without doubt, like the one of the most core and universal aspect of holidays is that the celebration of like the governing ideology of the holiday. times. And like, it's a place or like a time where like, the people or like the yeah. body and power exerts like their influence or like exerts their uh power in a way right like it's it's a way of like reasserting power even though like it doesn't really seem like that on on it at its face or like it's it's a way of like garnering uh power in a way especially like in our modern times like financial uh, financially driven i don't know what the driving force is going to be in the future but uh, it certainly has changed, and uh, this is, uh, to your point, Mike, I feel like the evolution is going to continue uh, throughout time. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we've talked about a lot of topics just about, well, we have touched on different topics, subtopics, I should say, um, with regards to holidays. I think uh, I found it very interesting. I actually learned a lot today. It was actually cool, and I hope you guys did too. Um, so this is, this was the Rasa Jonas podcast and we will be back soon to the, well, on Friday, but it will be uploaded on Sunday, probably, uh, next week. So stay tuned if you care. All right. Bye. You just say bye to a podcast closing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ras Johnny's crew, roll out. <laughs> That's how you close it.